Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your award-winning leadership maven, medical laboratory scientist by background, best-selling author, founder and CEO of Trendy Elite Media Group and Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Maxwell Disc Certified Consultant, and co-owner of Direct Impact Broadcasting Network. Before we bring on my special guests, I want to share a few announcements. I am booking guests for this podcast through the remainder of 2020. So if you have a leadership message that you want to share that you know the listener audience will gain valuable insight from, you can go on and submit your interest at directimpactbroadcasting.com. You'll find a link at the top of the page that says contact us, and underneath there will be a link that says leadership tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. We have a new podcast on the network called Elaborate Topics, where it gives technical and leadership strategies for medical laboratory professionals inside and outside of the laboratory. So you can check that show out, new shows released on Tuesdays. So check that show out on Direct Impact Broadcasting. And here soon we will have a new fitness, health and fitness show. So check it out. Stay tuned. So tonight's special guest, Miss Bonita Owens. Bonita Owens is an inspirational speaker, women's empowerment coach, and founder of the Amazing Women Network. AWN was created for high-achieving women who are ready to move past self-doubt, uncertainty, and people-pleasing and using their voice, own their power, and rise into their significance. Bonita has a BS degree in occupational therapy, and although she loved her career, she always knew that she was called to make an impact on a larger platform. In 2014, Bonita decided to pursue public speaking as her platform, and she also went on to become a certified professional coach in 2015. One of her career milestones was accomplished in 2018 by becoming a contributing author in the anthology Open Your Gifts, 42 Lessons on Finding and Embracing Your Blessings in Disguise with Kim Coles. Bonita is a military spouse of 18 years, and she has two adorable children. Good evening, good evening, Miss Bonita. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm so excited to get you on here and talk about some of the amazing things that you are doing over at the Amazing Women Network. I know you have uh, several books out, and you are just out here empowering women and doing a lot of great things. So I'm so excited to get you on to the show this evening to talk with you and see what you have for the listeners. Awesome. I'm excited to share. Thank you for having me. So, Benita, let's jump right in. Can you share with the listeners a little bit about your leadership journey and how did you get to where you are today? 
So my leadership journey has always come from out of nowhere, I'm going to say. I was always a reluctant leader, and I discovered this um, not too, actually not too long ago that I have been put in situations um, throughout my journey, just through I've done ministry and um, even with my children's school, even with my, in my former career as an occupational therapist, I always I found myself in leadership roles and not pursuing them. So I would say leadership found me. But I think one of the reasons why is because I'm, I was always looking to solve problems and make something better. So, you know, I was a Girl Scout. And one of the tenets of Girl Scouts is you leave things better than you found it. And that has been, you know, one of my desires no matter where I go. When I see that something can be better or improved, I want to improve it. So I guess, you know, opening my mouth and saying something, having an opinion, is how I really got into this um, leadership journey. And I've always been the type, when I go into a new place, I want to sit back and observe and, you know, get the lay of the land first, and that's never happened to me. It seems like I'm always hitting the ground running. The next thing I know, I'm on the board of this or I'm ahead of that committee, and I didn't seek it out. It, it sought me out. So I think me really caring about my environment and making things better has been uh, my road to leadership. That's awesome. The reluctant leader, I like that because it, it seems like it does happen like that sometimes where you just, when you have a passion to serve and just want to leave things better uh, than the way you found it, you are often uh, moved to the forefront. So I can believe that you were on boards and doing all kind of leadership roles that you didn't set forth to do. <laughs> yes. And I used to be very afraid of it, you know, because uh, what I thought a leader should be, I thought, you know, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be a leader. What does that mean? Does that mean I have to know it all? <laughs> does that mean I can't make mistakes? So I was a fearful. I had a lot of fear around the word leadership um, in times past. And uh, it's definitely been a growth process and a road. And once I embraced it and understand, understood what leadership is and is not, it really freed me to, to own my leadership uh, abilities. Absolutely. And I'm sure many of the listeners can relate to that too, because even when I talk with young people and I ask, are you all leaders? You know, do you consider yourself a leader? And there's something about that word that they like, uh, maybe, maybe not. And so I like that you mentioned, you know, once you figured out what that meant for you, you know, you could embrace it and, and move forward. Mm -hmm. Bonita, good leaders often ask great questions or just very inquisitive in general. What has been some of the best questions you feel like you've been able to ask that has been really pivotal in your life and in your career? Well, I would say one of the 
most important questions that I like to ask other leaders is what what are your biggest struggles? I think, you know, with leadership, we focus on people's accolades and their accomplishments, and which is important and good, but I find that I learn more about what the struggles are because, one, it, it, it puts a level of normalcy in failure and, and not being perfect. So I have dealt with and still, I, I can say I licked it, perfectionism. <laughs> so with me being able to ask someone, what are your biggest struggles? That makes me feel comfortable to say, wow, this person has all these accolades, and yet there's a human aspect, right? They still have things they have to fight through. And that has been pivotal for me because it's like, wow, okay, you know, um, I'm normal. (laughs) And if they did it and they were able to, especially if if they've dealt with the same things, you know, I think a lot of times we think, that leaders and they've made a lot of accomplishments, maybe that means they never deal with fear or they never deal with self-doubt. And that has been a real eye-opener for me to ask that question because it's like, wow, you see these people who've made all these accomplishments and yet they go through the same things that people who are starting out in their leadership journey or at the middle of their leadership journey. Even if you're, you know, if you're at the pinnacle, it doesn't mean that those things necessarily go away. Um, you just learn how to how to manage them better. Um, and another one is, I like to know what are your biggest lessons. I think um, because I I'm, I'm I'm a teacher at heart, and so I'm also a, a learner. So I I love to hear what others leaders their biggest lessons are, and it has really helped me to grab hold of those lessons and apply them to my own life. Those are two great questions and two great examples. And I'm happy that you mentioned that about what is your biggest struggle because you're right. People, you know, sometimes they look at people and say they got it all. They're very successful. They got all these accolades and credentials and, you know, everything seems to be going well. But, you know, what you don't see is you don't see the struggle. You don't see the fears. You don't see the failures. And I think it's important that we ask those questions especially as we aim to empower women, empower the next generation of leaders, that they have to know that everybody's human, everybody makes mistakes, everybody has failures. That's the part of the process, part of life. Yeah. So speaking yeah, of sure. failures, yeah, I think it's important for us to, to talk about it. So speaking of failures, What has been one of your failures that you've exhibited in your life or in your business that you've had and the lesson that you learned from it? Because like you said, with every uh, failure, opportunity, or mistake comes a lesson or or opportunity for growth. Yeah. I would say one of my biggest, biggest failures is not listening to my intuition And um, I say that because even before I started my journey into uh, inspirational speaking and and coaching women, I was in my career and I had two small children, and I just knew that I was called for something more. And I felt that. However, I listened to someone who 
was older than me and who I I revered, you know, as being a, an example of accomplishment. And she told me that I needed to wait until my children were out of the house until I pursued anything that I desired. And although that that was not something that I felt, I lended her voice, her opinion. Um, I mean, I, I, I gave up my own opinion for hers. And I did that for five, five years. I listened to that opinion. And once I realized uh, that, wait a minute, that's her truth. That is not my truth. And my, my kids were two and three at the time that she said this, no doubt. So I thought, oh, my gosh, I've got to wait a whole lifetime almost in order to pursue what is important to me. And so once I came to that re- revelation that um, everybody has a truth and we can pick and choose what truths we um, we want to embrace for our own or that aligns with our own and which ones do not. And I think a lot of times, we tend to um, quickly embrace people's opinions that we deem as, you know, an expert or successful or a leader. They've had a lot of accomplishments. And if you grew up like me where you just, you taught, always listen to authority, since she was an authority figure in my mind, I, I listened. And so what I have learned is my, my intuition my gut um, is, is, should be the loudest and the most important and that we, we look around and we take what we need and if it's aligned with what, who we are and who we want to be, great. And if it's not, we don't necessarily need to um, look at the messenger and judge the opinions by the messenger as always being right. So I've learned to question more from that experience. I've learned to say, okay, I hear you, and I'm going this way, <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. being okay with going my own way. And, uh, and whatever the consequences and results come from going my own way after, you know, weighing my options, being okay with that, and knowing that, hey, even if I fail, even if I fall on my face going my own way, I'm, I'm still learning to listen to my own intuition which is so very important. I think so many women have a difficult time listening to their own intuition. Absolutely. I think that's uh, valuable because you're right there. You know, sometimes, you know, you listen to people and they give you uh, advice or expertise based off of their situation. And, yeah. and you have to know what's right for you. You know, I, I'm a recent new mom. My daughter is nine months old, and, and I get tons of advice and tons of feedback. And that, that is one that I get that, you know, it, it's got to be about your daughter. You know, you got to, you know, basically you wait, and you know, mm-hmm. and right, it's all about hers and, you know, nothing about mm-hmm. you. And and so sometimes it, it do feel like it's like, well, is that how it is? I can <laughs> can I be a good mom and and still you know do X Y and Z or do I have to put it all on hold or whatever the case may be? So I think mm-hmm. you are, are right. You have to do what's best for your situation and 
you know, go with your gut. I think your gut is yeah. always usually tells you the truth. <laughs> they for sure, for sure. And so many women are faced with that, are faced with that dilemma or faced with the pressures of society and, and, and telling us women, oh, your life's over now as you know it. You know, you got a child now and it's all about her. And I think um, that's one of my pa- biggest passions is disrupting that notion and letting women know, listen, yes, you have this life that you are, you know, um, been chosen to take care of and especially having a same-sex child, this is my revelation, was that when my daughter sees me take care of me, sees me pursuing my passion, then she, then she has an in-house living um, example of what that looks like. And then therefore she knows how to do it for herself. And so, mm-hmm. so many women, we pass this down and we watch our mothers uh, give it all away and give over our dream, give over their dreams, and we never see what that looks like in our own home. So, um, so I'm glad you brought that up because that's a real big passion of mine. Yeah, that's great that you are are out here and you're telling women that, and you are are giving them, you know, that that expertise and confidence you know, in that space to know because, you know, you're right. You know, we have heard, I know growing up I've heard, you know, it's it's about your kids and, you know, and you're right. If you don't see it at home and you feel like that you do have to put your life on the back burner and no self-care and and everything else that, Mm -hmm. you know, your grandmother or great-grandmother or or whoever Mm -hmm. might have went through and kind of instilled uh, in you or told you, you kind of have that plane in your mind as well. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Bonita, as leaders, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have our own unique different strengths and different experiences. So what do you feel has been beneficial for you to thrive as a leader and be able to open up doors for you to, to open up your business and, and go on and work with women and, and give them what they need to be able to thrive? Wow. I think one of the the things um, for me is, one, is understanding my strengths and, my, and what I call my superpower. I think we all have a superpower, and we all have something that we really can focus on and to leverage and, and, and to use that in our, our personal and professional life. Um, and I think uh, I think a lot of times it comes naturally in our personal life, and we don't really know how to translate it or think about how to translate it into to um, you know our professional life or our businesses. So that for me is connection. Like um, I don't meet a stranger. I'm that person that has deep conversations on people on airplanes, <laughs> and I did not understand that that is a gift. Um, until probably last year, maybe, uh, I thought, wow, wait a minute, because I think things that come naturally and easily to us, we assume everybody else operates the same way, and that's not, that's not necessarily true. And so um, being able to connect with people, not having a difficult time connecting with most people in my personal life, 
I've been able to translate that, um, you know, in my business. And, you know, business is about um, relationships. You know, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And I've gotten a lot of opportunities just by striking up conversations with people just organically, just by asking questions, just by being, um, you know, open and friendly and, you know, having an energy about me that people want to have a conversation and be around. So I've learned that about myself, and I've learned to, to leverage that in order to grow those relationships and to really be able to uh, give value to women and the people that I wish to serve. That's awesome. That That is awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so excited for you and all the wonderful things that you're doing uh, with the women that you serve and with your organization. You want to tell the, little, the listeners a little bit more about what you are doing uh, over at Amazing Women Network? Yeah, so the Amazing Women Network is, you know, really about the, the mission is to teach, encourage, and inspire women to be, do, and have all that they were created for. And um, I, I seek to specifically help women who are driven and successful, but yet, even though they've had some success, they feel like they, their job doesn't, they, they don't fit them anymore, or they're just unfulfilled, they're, they're drained. They are overwhelmed with all of life's demands, and what they're doing what up to, you know, whatever they've done up to now, it no longer fits who they are and who they want to be. So I really help women get that clarity that they need and that confidence to pivot, and maybe they want to start a business. Maybe they want to start a nonprofit. Maybe you just want to do another career, or maybe you want to elevate in your career, but there is a sense of, um, overwhelm and discomfort and drain, you know, that comes with all the things we deal with as women. So I am really passionate about really helping women just just sort it all out, get clear on who they are, who they want to be, and what what in your life is not working and you've been afraid to change or you didn't know you can change, and what in your life is working that you need to do more of. So I really help women just, you know, plan out that strategy, that roadmap, and I, you know, help them get to another level where they're more peaceful and they can create a life that supports them financially and emotionally because I feel like we don't have to trade one for another, um, that we can all be doing something that really serves us as well as we're serving um, other people. That's good. That's awesome. You're, you're – you are just doing some awesome things, Miss Bonita. <laughs> I mean, you are. I mean, because I love what I so, do. <laughs> and you can tell. You can tell. You can hear that passion and feel that passion, uh, and that's important. And I know that you know as you're working with your clients, you know you. I'm sure you know some of them are, have had to you know pivot, and and they needed the confidence and clarity, but. Uh, how did you kind of get to that place? I know you started out as an occupational therapist, and mm-hmm. how did you kind of move from, you know, kind of a more of a structured environment to the entrepreneurial space where it's more creative? 
you know, and mm-hmm. having that clarity, having that confidence, how did, you know, the, the tools to pivot, how were you able to to make that, that move? Well, one of the things is that um, I was really searching and asking questions, and I really had a light bulb moment um, and was really like, okay, what, you know, what it is, what, what is it? What is it I, I want to do? And I was at a I was actually at a business conference, and there's a person at the stage, and I was just kind of in a moment, and I asked myself an important question. I was in the zone, and I was soaking up whatever they were saying, um, and it was just about the moment that was going on, and I asked myself, why do I love this so much? And I had never asked myself questions like that before, and when I asked myself that question, it was just like, just it was kind of like a flower <laughs> opened up and bloomed, and I realized that wow, that I was really into the to the person on stage because that 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 was a reflection of me. I've always been a public speaker. I've always, you know, I've been comfortable speaking in front of people ever since I was a little girl, and I did not see myself though as doing it as a profession. And when I realized, I really had a a flashback moment (laughs) and when I'm like, oh, wow, you've been doing this since you were a little girl and you've always spoken in, you know, different in college and in churches and just everywhere you've gone, you know, I realized I've I've really been comfortable speaking in front of people and I've always been into personal development for myself and I've always been that that friend that would share with my friends who came with me were talking about a problem and I would say oh wow well I just read this or this is what I this is I just saw this video and I would share the tidbits that I learned and they would be blessed by it and they would be encouraged by it um so I realized that wow this is who I am so when I understood who I always was I was thinking I needed to be somebody different and do something different, but I realized that I had those gifts inside of me all, 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 all the time, and I overlooked them. And again, because um, our gifts come easily to us, so we assume that it's easy to everybody else. And once I discovered that, that just set me on a path and a journey to be step into who I already am, and how do I then do? How do I then create a business around that? And so I realized, how? Wait a minute. There are other women like me. There are other women like me who've given it all away, who focused on you know on their family, and they felt like they needed to just put their goals and you know dreams on the back burner. And I'm sure there are other women who are looking for something more and different, just like me. So that's kind of what started me on the journey to think, wow, I know I'm not alone, and I've talked to other women the same, and um, I I decided this is what this is what I want to do, and I knew that you know being in a business, I love what I did with helping people in healthcare, but um, that wasn't my sweet spot. That wasn't it for me. And so ever since I've been on this journey, even though it has not been easy, even though, you know, things have not, have not always gone uh, as planned, when you do what you love, it's always worth it. And I feel like other women deserve 
to feel the same way, and they desire to feel the same way. So um, that is my biggest thing with, with searching, going inward and searching and really getting quiet. So self-care is so important to me, and I feel that a lot of times we can't hear because we're so busy. Um, what I call, what I say we, in our society, we, we, um, we wear the busy badge. And so women, we, we hit the ground running, we get up, you know, running around and doing all this, and we go to bed. And I used to be so stressed like that and torn in different ways. But when I learned how to get a self-care routine that allowed me to be quiet, that allowed me to pour into myself, it really helped me to find more of the answers that I needed. And I had a coach as well. So I realized how important and powerful having a coach can be to help to have that support and to help you bring those things out of yourself that you don't even know that are there. So I wanted to be that for somebody else as well. That's awesome. You touched on so many great things there. You touched on growth and how you were intentional about your growth. What what do you do for your professional development? I know you said you went to conferences, uh, but what would you suggest for any of our emerging leaders or anybody who's just looking for an opportunity to grow but they don't want to do formal education, not really interested in going back, you know, to get a degree or anything like that? Maybe they've been there, done that. But what, what do you do or what books yeah. are you reading? Okay, yes. So I would say the main foundation of my personal growth is reading. I love, love to read. And um, I read books, just a gamut of books, um, personal growth as well as business. So some of the ones, if anybody who's in a business who wants to be in a business, this one book I'm going to share is kind of a recent book. And I'm like, man, I wish I had read this at the very beginning. It's called It's the E-Myth um, by Michael Gerber. And that is a book that really talks about the different aspects of being a solopreneur and an entrepreneur and all of the, the hats that we wear and how to, uh, how to get clear on what hat you need to wear when and really what business is all about. So that's a powerful book. Um, and I would say Never Eat Alone um, by Keith Barazzi. That's another powerful book. And it talks about building relationships and networking. Um, like the, the saying goes, your, your network is your net worth. And so it really teaches you about being intentional about building relationships. Um, and so on a, another personal book is, that I love is A Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And that is an amazing book and how she just talks about she decided to just say yes, to say yes to more things, to say yes to every opportunity. And a lot of times as women, we don't say yes to opportunities because we always feel we're not ready or we're afraid of failing or, you know, um, we want things to be perfect before we go for opportunities. I know that I've dealt with this myself. And so that's a really, really good book, um, inspirational book about saying yes to opportunity and how we grow more when we say, when we say yes. I can give a whole bunch. I'm a big reader, but I think reading is very, very important. That's what I do. Um, I listen to podcasts. I watch videos. Um, 
But one of the things I do for my self-care that has changed my life that I want to share is meditation. And um, that really opened the door a lot for me um, about getting clarity. And, um, you know, and it's really a lot of people misread what meditation is. And uh, it's powerful, and you can do it as, as little as five minutes a day is what I, I, tell, I tell people, I tell women specifically. And it's really about spending that first part of your day being quiet, breathing, not you know, having, uh, not checking your cell phone the first thing in the morning, your emails or your texts, but using those first few minutes for you and just to get quiet and centered so that you can think more clearly and you can be more calm when you go throughout your day. And I used to go with being, having tension in my chest and being, feeling stressed all the time, thinking that was a normal way of life. But when I started meditating, it really changed where that the, my outer circumstances didn't change, but my inner my inner peace, my inner circumstances definitely changed, and I did not feel that those stress levels. And what people don't understand, I think, or take seriously is how stress leads to so many health issues, so many diseases are, are um, stress is a precursor for. So I think, you know, we as women – leaders and career women, we really need to take stress and stress management seriously and taking care of ourselves and realizing that when we take care of ourselves, it gives us the energy to continue to serve all the people in our lives that we care about. Absolutely. That is great advice because in a time where we're asked to do more and be more and just do it all, we definitely have to take those few minutes to get ourselves centered because, they, as they always say, you should be putting your mask on first before you yes. are out here trying to be superwoman or superman for anybody else. Uh, and exactly. so I think that's great. That's great information. And it, and it doesn't take long at all, like you said, anywhere from five minutes or longer or whatever you feel for mm-hmm. you, but just take mm-hmm. that time to get that, to get censored and get clarity. That's, yeah. that's awesome. You talked a little bit about having a coach. Uh, a little bit earlier in the discussion. And some people, they, you know, they're like, okay, do I need a coach? Do I need a mentor? You know, what do a coach do? You know, why Mm -hmm. do you think there's value in having a coach? Oh, my gosh. I think there's so much value in having a coach because um, coaches and and Unfortunately, some people call themselves coaches that aren't coaches. So, I mean, I'm not going to get on that box, but I'm just saying that to me, a coach, uh, because the difference between coaching and consulting, right? And I think sometimes mm-hmm. um, consultants call themselves coaches, and I think there's, there's some nuances there. And you can be both, like you are, mm-hmm. coach and consultant. But I think it's important to have a coach because a coach can really help pull things out that you haven't thought of. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what I see, and Les Brown says, you can't see the picture if you're in the frame. And when I talk to women and they have this uh, pattern of behavior and they keep running into the same, you know, problems over and over again, the same struggles, the same setbacks, and they're like, I don't understand what's going on with me. And I can see it so clearly. I can see the pattern so clearly. 
and to be able to ask those empowering questions and to help you to think about what's behind what's going on and to help you come up with those answers. Because a lot of times we're just so bogged down with all the things. We feel like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do, this and that. And having that coach to help you be centered, help you be calm and, and pull those things out of you that you didn't, you've never thought of, is so and so powerful, and as well, presenting principles to you that you never thought of. <laughs> so, have it's, it's like having someone there to pull, help pull out the best in you. Having someone there to hold you accountable. We all need accountability. Um, that's one of the tenets of leadership, I believe, is accountability, and having that person to go along the journey with you. And it can't be a friend and it can't be family because friends and family see us differently. And that's another thing I think people think, well, I don't need that. I can just talk to my friends and family. And your bias is friends and family. Either they're going to tell you everything good about yourself or they're going to tell you everything bad. So we need (laughs) having a coach (laughs) is somebody who's objective, who doesn't have any skin in the game, doesn't have an agenda, and can really see you more objectively and help you, you know, uh, help you with those strategies to get over those pitfalls, things that are holding you back, and help you see the, the strengths in yourself that you may be overlooking. Um, I think one of the big things I do is around just mindset and, and energy and um, helping women to, to shift their mindset around certain things that um, have held them back. Absolutely. I I love that. Yes, you your family, you're right. They either gonna tell you the good or they're gonna tell you the bad, but you definitely need <laughs> that coach or that person who's <laughs> gonna be honest with you and they're mm-hmm. gonna be uh they're gonna be objective. They don't they don't have anything to gain. You know, so they yes. want you to win. They want you to succeed. They want you to become unstuck. They want you to become mm-hmm. unstoppable. They want you to move forward. So I think that is very powerful and, you know, reasons why you need to have a coach. Bonita, when you think think back over your journey and you think, man, I wish I would have known X, what advice would you give to your younger self starting out Mm -hmm. on this journey or, you know, listen to that advice that somebody gave you that you had to put your life on hold. What is that thing that you would have would would have been like? Wow, I wish I would have known this uh, when I started out on this journey. I wish I would have known. I'm gonna kind of come back to what I alluded to earlier. I wish I would have known that I really had everything I needed already inside of me to do what I needed to do. I wish I would have known that. My instinct, my spirit can lead me to where I need to go and that I did not need a rescuer. Um, I heard someone say the other day that your rescuer, where there's a rescuer, there's an oppressor. And I was at a situation early in my journey where I think I thought I don't know anything. I don't know what I need to know. I need to know more. I need someone to rescue me. I need somebody to teach me and tell me, you know, and um, I really didn't. 
I, that was just fear talking. That was just insecurity talking. That was just me feeling like I wasn't prepared and I needed to know more and read more and do more. And I wish I had known you don't have to. And, and, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I needed to learn things, but I think sometimes we feel that we need somebody to tell us everything <laughs> and tell us, you know, every single thing. And um, I didn't need all of that. I didn't need as much as I thought I needed. Um, I think I, I, I wish I had known to some things, you just got to do it in order to know what to do, mm-hmm. you just got to do it. <laughs> and so I know that now that, um, hey, I just got to take a step and uh, more answers will come once, once I take the first step. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. I w- wish I would have known that I didn't need a rescuer. And that that's powerful yes. right there because, you're. I mean, sometimes we do feel like that. Like, I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. I, you know, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And, you know, and, and all of those things get into our mind. And, you know, what happens? We don't do nothing. We don't mm-hmm. act because we're so afraid. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> you know, we're we're. We are waiting for that person to come and give us that, you know, that shining star that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. And I think that's powerful that everything that you need really resides inside of you, and I, and I believe that to be true as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I always say that, if it's, you know, if it's in your desire to do, that's because you have the ability to do it. And I and I like to say, you know, I have no desire to be a rocket scientist because it's not in me. And so whatever <laughs> you have the desire to do, that's, that's because you have the ability to make it happen. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, Ms. Bonita, how can the listeners stay connected with you how can they continue to follow you on your journey and just, you know, know more about you, learn more about what you do, and to read your book? Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I am um, on many social media channels, um, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn under Amazing Women Network. Um and you can get my book. The, the title of the book is called Who Stole My Significance? Who Stole My Significance? And it is on Amazon. Um, if you go to, I have a bit.ly link that will take you right there. It's called, it's bit.ly forward slash Bonita's book, and it's all lowercase, bit.ly forward slash Bonita, B-O-N-I-T-A-S, no apostrophe, book, B-O-O-K. And you can, it'll take you straight to the Amazon link. And um, so I'm always doing videos on Facebook. I do some on Instagram if anybody wants more inspiration and, and inspire um, encouragement. And I do tips and all of that. And also I want to offer your listeners a free gift. Um, we talked about self-care, and I, so I talked about how that is such a passion of mine. And so I just have, like, just a little thing that's a, it's a self-care guide, and it just gives you some tips and tools and the things to um, some think about. I talk about the guided meditation in there, but just three simple ways that you can begin to um, take care of yourself. And to get that, you could go to bit.ly forward slash A-W-N care, and that's 
A W N capital A W N C A R E bit.ly forward slash capital A W N for Amazing Women Network C A R E A W N Care and uh, you can get that free self care guide. Awesome! I love it when the guests come and they bring gifts for our listeners. So that is awesome. So make sure, listener audience, you check out Miss Bonita Owens on your favorite, favorite social media platform. She's on there. I have called some of her videos. She's giving tips. She's going live. So make sure that you go and check her out. You can hear the passion in her voice. She really has a passion to serve and give tips, and she's all about the self-care. So, Ms. Bonita, before we wrap up today, what would be your final few tidbits that you would like to leave the listener audience with? Hmm. I would say that um, especially in this time we are now in COVID-19, if there is anything in your heart to do and you've been putting it off or you feel like you're not ready or you feel like you need a perfect time, I want to encourage you to put that away and to know that once you make a step, one step, the, 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 the following step will be illuminated. You'll see what to do next. So just do it. This is the time to reflect. This is the time to pivot. This is the time to start to uh, be, do, and have all that you were created for. So don't put it off. Start today. Awesome. Well, that is awesome information that you left the listeners with. There's no better day than today, so you might as well get started and put one foot in front of the other and go for it. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Ms. Bonita Owens, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to give me the opportunity to interview you. This is fun. I, I definitely have yeah. fun. I know I had fun speaking with you, and you made me put some things into perspective, especially uh, with how I start my day and getting my day centered uh, and making sure that I, I take that time out for me because I have to be good for me before I can be good for my family. And so I really appreciate you sharing everything that you shared with us. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Tawana. This is this is wonderful to be able to to share, and uh, I really hope that your listeners get a lot of value out of our conversation. Absolutely. I I am sure that they will. So thank you so much, and many blessings and continued success on your journey and with all of the women that you are helping. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So thank you, listening audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with my special guest, Ms. Bonita Owens, where she shared with us that we definitely want to leave things better than we found them. There are some very important questions you can ask. Asking questions like, what is your biggest struggle? Or what are your biggest lessons? Make sure that you listen to your intuition. As you heard before, your intuition, your gut, it's usually right. Learn to question more and being okay with the way that you're going on your own. Make sure you have that confidence, clarity, and and tools to pivot. And if you don't feel that you have it, coaches can help you get there. Coaches can help you get to the next level. Understand who you are and the gifts that you have. Self-care is critical 
is very, very important. If you are into reading books, a few books that you can take away is The E-Myth, Never Eat Alone, and The Year of Yes. So those are just a few books that you can uh, look into. If you have not tried meditation, it's a powerful tool for clarity. You don't even need a lot of time. If you have five minutes or longer, then start with that. And then to wrap up, you have everything that you need inside of you. So you don't have to look any further. Everything that you need is inside of you. You just need to take the step to move forward. So if you like what you heard tonight and want to listen to previous shows, you can subscribe at directimpactbroadcasting.com. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, I would love to have your show on our network with our other amazing shows. You can send an email to info at directimpactbroadcasting.com, or you can go on to the platform and submit a form on the website. And tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. Until then, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly.